Welcome to the Hamumu Halloween Home Horror Hoedown, the podcast where we watch scary movies so you don't have to. From award-winning to completely unknown, we take them all way too seriously. I'm your host, Mike Hommel. And I'm your host, Solange Hommel. Now warning, we use a ghoulish number of spoilers, so watch the movies first. Second warning, we don't know anything about anything, so don't take us seriously as we take these movies seriously. We're back with our second cheesy shark horror movie. It's a shark exploitation double feature. Woo! This week we are talking about Ouija Shark. Or Ouija Shark. I don't know how it's supposed to be said. Yeah. From 2020. It's from 2020, and essentially, it's the story of several college girls who get together for a weekend and use a Ouija board that washes up on the shore of some lake to summon the ghost of a shark. Yeah. Which then terrorizes them and either booms (laughs) or splatters or crunches crunches them depending on its mood yeah i'm not sure the factors involved but there were definitely the different different kills yeah there was some internal logic there that or perhaps (laughs) not but like yeah i i was very much wrapped up in why did this one have the boom and just disappear versus this other one having crunching noises and this other one having limbs and blood spewed yeah spewed splattered all over the place that solves the problem yeah Yeah. the the boom was the most interesting because when he boomed somebody it was just a flash of white light and they were gone and it's like that's not a shark killing somebody that's something they've been teleported somewhere (laughs) right but they never came back so wherever they went it was not good Maybe it had something to do with, like, where they were going. Because the dad of that one girl, how did he die? Did he get boomed? Oh, I don't I don't remember how he died. Hours later. I think we've gone too deep into this movie. And we have to go all the way back to the beginning to set the stage. Because this movie opens with several different things that all inform the experience. Okay. First, in the first second of the movie is there's some music playing and whatever logos and the subtitles at the bottom of the screen say whatever the song is called by Kevin MacLeod. And I went, oh, Kevin MacLeod, he makes free music online. You guys can go get some yourself. It's royalty free music that you can use for free. And that's what this movie used. So... There's you know, that. Just, just setting the bar right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Now, you, this is not a dig on Kevin No. McCall. You use his music, right, in your games? I don't know the last time I did, but I have definitely used his music in a previous game. So, it's yeah. Just the idea of a professionally made movie choosing to use free music. Which is then followed by a lengthy title sequence of all these, you know, pictures of whatever, like they're out of a witch's textbook or something, you know, different scary goat heads and things, which I am certain were all public domain images. Of course. 
They just were. <laughs> they just Google searched. Yeah. Demon picture and and then mm-hmm. set the settings to you know Creative Commons. Yeah. So th- all of this we followed up with the first actual shot of the movie where Jill, the girl who wears the goat shirt, which is how we know she's Jill, steps out of her car, slams the door shut, and then we are now, I'd say, one second into the actual content of the movie, and you can see the cameraman's shoes reflected in the car. (laughs) I went back and made sure. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's hilarious. That happened. So that's oh. that's where we are. And we should also note that Jill is there in the parking lot of like a trailhead in the woods somewhere in order to go visit her friend's house. Okay. Honestly, <laughs> that was one of my favorite things of the whole movie is like... I was totally on board. Like, she's there. They're going to go hang out by the lake. Yeah. She got there early. And she's mad that they that no one's there. Totally. I'm totally fine <laughs> with all this. But what's really happening is that she parks at this trailhead, walks through the woods, sunbathes for two and a half seconds, <laughs> gets in the lake, gets back out, and finally, like, hears from her friends who have gathered at the house that they're supposed to meet at. Why was she at this parking lot? There's a very good reason. Because in order to get to this house, which is on a normal suburban street in a normal suburban neighborhood, the directions are, park at this trailhead and follow the red arrows through the path through the woods. Yeah. Like, literally, she's walking through the woods, and then, bam, she's on just a typical... Suburban street, (laughs) houses lining pavement, sidewalks. Yeah, and I guess nobody drives to these houses. They park in the woods and walk to the houses. Okay, then my next question is, why did the friends not have to park in the woods and walk? Didn't we? Oh, there was a car. Yeah, there was a car parked at the house that they were opening the trunk of. So, I don't know. I think there was a prank they were playing on Jill. Right? Like, they made Jill, like, they just gave her the wrong directions. Also, I don't blame them because she, instead of meeting them where she was supposed to meet them, decided to go swim in the lake. Yeah, which was a mistake. That's funny because I was just going to say it's a good thing she did. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) well, I feel like it's a mistake because she ended up stumbling across via it washing up on shore an evil Ouija board. I mean, I kind of feel like the like ghost shark gave it to her somehow. I think so. Gifted it to her. It was chasing her around. (laughs) Yeah. I don't don't even know. Like she definitely had some kind of vision while she she was underwater. Yeah. It was um, a lot of depth to that story. There's something about this Ouija board though. This gets to the my note that I put an asterisk by because it was so important. So important. Okay. So my dad once told a story to us about how when he was a kid, not a kid, but like a teenager slash college age, he'd drive around town doing whatever he was doing, and he'd always have a boat engine in his trunk. Yes, a boat motor. And we thought, that's ridiculous. And we asked him why. And he said, well, because you never know when you're going to find a boat. And that's hilarious and true. But in this movie, Uh, she gets a Ouija board and just the board. Right. And we were both like, 
can't use a Ouija board without a planchet. Why is she not? What's the point? Well, it turns out, friends, that this is never explicitly stated. But later, she pulls out the Ouija board and a planchette, and we realize she was carrying one around in case she came across a Ouija board. You never know when you're going to come across a Ouija board. Yeah. Yeah. So so she gets this Ouija board. Before we start talking about using the Ouija board, though, I'd like to discuss this friend group just a little bit. I feel like if we really cover this movie, it's going to be a seven-hour podcast. Right. There's a lot to say. Let's just sum up really quickly these these people. I'd like to start with Tiff. I believe that was her name, Tiff. I don't think they ever called her Tiffany or anything like that. Mm. It was just Tiff. Just Tiff. And Tiff, immediately upon arriving, immediately. I'm not entirely sure that she even went into the house. I don't think she did. She immediately finds the next door neighbor or somebody nearby, some dude... I wrote, I called him dad bod because he wasn't even a good looking dude. He was just like a dude, right? Like just an average dude. Just an old guy, middle aged guy. He's just out there washing his car and she's like standing there at the fence (laughs) gazing at him while he washes his car. He was enraptured. And she goes on to spend like the rest of the movie basically. Helping this dude wash his car. Yeah, there was a great scene in which she did that where she would... I don't even know. She stood in front of the car and sprayed behind her well, in slow right. motion. It's supposed to be one of those like, ooh, sexy car wash. You know, the, yeah. oh no, I'm getting wet. Only she wasn't. Because <laughs> she was spraying the car behind her. The whole thing. And like, like her friends all go inside. They go in. They go swimming. They have a pool party. They grill, they have dinner, they go back in the house. Like, at no point are they like, dude, whatever (laughs) happened to Tiff? I'm absolutely sure they didn't see her until at least the next day. Yeah, it was super weird. I'm like, why is nobody worried about where Tiff is? Like, Tiff clearly needs to be supervised. She just wanders Mm -hmm. off. No, she just spent like the next 12 hours washing this dude's car with him. (laughs) I don't even know. And it's never discussed again, or at all, actually. No. It just happened. It was just a thing. Okay, so we've got Tiff, we've got Donna, we've got Jen, and we've got Kim. And Kim is like the center of this friend group. Like, they all know her. It was her parents' friend's house or something like that. Yeah, I think she was supposed to be watching it or whatever. Right, and she invites all these friends. And Jen and Tiff and Donna... Are all and and Kim are all like super preppy, like early twenty something college kids, like you know the kind you would find in a horror movie. Yeah. And then there's Jill, who clearly doesn't fit in with them. They pranked her by sending her to the park. I don't even know what that was about. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. And like they're all weirded out by her because she like I think she was supposed to be goth. Yeah. Because she, what, like, wore jeans and a black t-shirt? A black t-shirt that advertised a terrifying band called Goat, who did the uh, Ouija Shark song in the credits. Mm, the smashing job they did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so clearly there was some tension. Like, not all the friends liked all the friends. They were all just there to hang out with Kim. So there was there was tension the whole time. Yeah. Perhaps, though, this tension came from the fact that as they were cleaning up from dinner, like, supposedly they had grilled and then, and then like, 
Like she's she one of the girls is starting the grill and she's like, Hey, where is everybody? Which I guess was supposed to be like a funny joke, but then they cut the scene there. And then the next thing we see is one of the girls going, Oh, well I guess we should clean up for after dinner and she starts stacking plates, but you can see the plates and they are completely empty and clean. There was never any food (laughs) on those plates. No. There was not. They couldn't just splash a little ketchup on there to make it look like they had eaten dinner? They had ghost food. So I feel like some of the tension was that these girls were not actually eating any food. They they were were hungry. hungry. Yeah. Well, that's funny you should say that because shortly thereafter, the next morning, when they go to use the Ouija board, what it says to them repeatedly Mm -hmm. is the word hungry. (gasps) Hungry. Mm-hmm. Hungry. And then... Die. Yeah. There was no pretending from the Ouija board. No. Um, it never said it was a shark, I don't think. But it did say, hungry, hungry, die. Yeah. So they start doing the thing. They all have their hands on it. And at this point, I think Tiff still might not be there because there were four it, girls. Yeah. One of them is missing. Yeah. I think she didn't even show up till later. She shows up at some point real late in the movie and is like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, there's a ghost shark chasing us. (laughs) And she just believes them. Yeah. Okay, so there's four of them. They got their hands on the planchette. They're like getting their hungry, hungry message. Then one of them says, concentrate. And I'm like, on what? Like, what are you talking about? And then there's like... They all have a vision of a shark in their head or, or yeah. and then like a, a, a see-through shark thing kind of appears in the air in yeah. between them. Yeah. Special effects it was, is what happened. It was special. Yeah. It was special. It was definitely special. And so it was unleashed, but we didn't know that really because it you know didn't come after them right then. It just disappeared. That's when we cut to new characters, whoever they were. Uh, they had names, but I don't know what they were. Oh, Cassie. But the boy, I don't think we ever knew the boy's oh. name because it was Cassie's mom was telling the cops. <laughs> like, Cassie yeah. and that boy. Yeah. So, Cassie and the boy were walking through those very same woods. They were probably going to somebody's house. <laughs> probably. And the shark started chasing him. And that's where we learned, I guess, how not to escape from a ghost shark, which is to say... If you're going to hide from it, you should hide behind a tree instead of in front of the tree. Yes, which I suppose is good information to have. Three times. Three times (laughs) that happened. (laughs) They're running away from the shark through the woods, and they stop and put their backs up against the tree to what? Like, protect the tree from the shark? Yeah, I guess so. I don't even... This movie. It doesn't go well for them. They either get boomed, crunched, or splattered. Yeah. This shark was amazing, by the way. It was like a little rubber puppet. But it had like this like glowy yes. aqua aura around it. <laughs> yeah. And it was transparent. Oh, yeah. It's, it was it a ghost. Yes. So those strangers are the first ones to die. Sure. The first person from this friend group to die is Donna. Oh. Because the next morning, Donna wakes up first, she goes out to the pool, and even though she seemed like really preppy the night before, she's out there by the pool, totally smoking pot. Mm-hmm. She sure is. And you know, in these kind of movies, that's a problem. It was mostly a problem for her because when she offered the pot to the shark, 
It was not interesting. Because it appeared in the air above the swimming pool. Very scary. I mean, the appearing in the air above the swimming pool surprised me because it seems like a shark, while it makes sense that it could travel in the air, it seems like it would be drawn to its natural habitat to at least Mm -hmm. begin. Like it would appear in the water, not above the water. I think, you know, maybe it it spent its whole life in the water and it's like, now I'm free. Mm. I'm not going to confine myself that way. It's possible. Yeah. It may also be that the CGI was cheaper if they just had it appear <laughs> floating above the water rather than having to interact with the water. Yeah. So then Jill's dad gets involved. Now Jill's dad... <sighs> I feel like he comes from the eyebrow school of acting, mm. but he didn't use his eyebrows to do it, which I think is like next level. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, here's a quote from him, and I'm going to try to deliver it the way he did. Mm-hmm. He said, dreams can be a doorway to the unconscious mind. I've told you that before. It's almost like he's from the eyebrow school of acting, but like the other subgenre. Where you're not allowed to move your eyebrows at all. Yeah, he didn't. He was very stoic. You, yes, you cannot have any emotions on your face, which is really the opposite of yeah, what the eyebrow actor it is. was doing in yeah. Lamb Maybe Shark. they're competing schools. I don't know. <laughs> the non-eyebrow school and the eyebrow school? <laughs> yes. But, you know, he... he he was the guru of the whole thing because he was completely on board with the idea that a ghost shark was coming out of a Ouija board and getting them. He went into researching it all, and he told her, and no more fooling around with the occult, he said. Right, right. which was ironic because then he proceeded to fool around with multiple examples of the occult. Yeah, but he knew what he was doing. I mean, did he? He did a, a tarot card reading. Mm-hmm. Where uh, <laughs> the world, the devil, and death came up, Un- which explained everything to him. That that was all he needed to know. Well, that was on his tarot cards that they literally just printed out tarot card images on printer paper and yeah. cut them out and used them as tarot cards. Yeah. This movie was not expensive. No. I, I appreciate that. I'm cheap, too. This is one of those movies that's going to make you feel like you should make a movie, isn't it? Oh, maybe. Because sometimes when they make it look too easy, you're like, hey, I could do that. (laughs) That's mostly (laughs) the Bad Ben movies. I'm like, I could definitely Bad Ben some stuff. (laughs) This is a little harder because there's a bunch of actors and, you know, like stuff going on. Like, it's it's too big. I don't know. I mean, I guess I see what you're saying, but it wasn't that big. (laughs) No. Like, they were like... We're going to shoot a lot of scenes in this one spot in the woods. Mm-hmm. We're going to shoot a lot of scenes at Kim's mom's house. Yeah. And and then there were a few other things, but there it was... Yeah, I mean, I guess what I, when I say it's too big, I mean it's more than one guy by himself in a house. Well, you know people. Eh, I don't like them. <laughs> That's true. You wouldn't want to have to work with them. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so we kind of have all these storylines going on. The cop is trying to find Cassie and her boyfriend. Mm -hmm, Because Cassie's mom told him so. (laughs) Told him that Cassie had been missing for a couple of hours. Right. He's like, um, (laughs) 
So, and then, and then he promptly goes missing because he, you know, immediately gets eaten by the shark. Yeah. And then we have the girls, like, they now know the shark is there. And so they're trying to, like, have their weekend away, but the shark keeps interfering. Like, Donna gets eaten by the shark by the pool, and then later somebody else goes to get groceries. Uh, yeah. See, in my notes, I've indicated Jill equals goat, Tiff equals car wash, Donna equals pink. That was her only defining trait. Um, I have Donna arm because <laughs> they found her. That was all she that was, was left. They found yeah. her arm like by the pool, and then they immediately knew that it was A, her, yes. and that B, the shark had gotten her. I mean, it probably had like her ring on it. And Jen equals Brecky. Ah, Jen had to go get Brecky. Mm-hmm. Which I want to be fully aware of what's going on here. When she left the house to go to the grocery store for Brecky, she went through the woods. She walked through the woods to get there. Yes. That's how you get places from this house. I guess. I don't know how their car got in front of the house in the first place, unless they drove it through the woods. Or Dad Bod. Dad Bod clearly knows yeah. how to get yeah, there. Yeah, he has a car. I don't know. So my notes indicate that this is the point when Tiff finally returns. Ah. Uh, like that makes yeah. So this is like of her days later. Are dead at this point. <laughs> the only person left is Jill. So it's Tiff and Jill because Tiff finally comes back, and Jill is like. There's a ghost shark and it's killing us. And Tiff is like, okay, let's, I'm in. Let's, let's, let's handle this. Handle. Yeah. No questions. And so then Jill immediately changes into her, like, get the ghost shark clothes. Because she has more golf clothes. <laughs> like, darker, blacker clothes with yeah. a leather jacket in her, in her trunk. Oh, yeah. And a shotgun. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all that is happening with the girls. The cop is doing his thing. And then Jill's dad is visiting the medium mm-hmm. and, like, going into the crystal ball and getting eaten by the shark. Yeah, he's, like, he and the medium are using their powers to draw the shark away from the girls. He hasn't interacted with the girls in all this time. He just knows with his mental powers sure. that they're in danger. So he's drawing the shark away from them, and the tarot lady's like, oh, my gosh, this is hard. I've never done this. And the shark does get drawn away from them because it gets drawn to him and it eats him and he goes to heaven. Where he continues to fight the ghost shark. Yes. Which, I mean, is pretty dedicated of him. That is the best scene in the movie. He's standing in heaven, which means he's in front of a green screen, which is just showing blue skies. And he says, I have to use my occult training. And then he spins his arms around like Doctor Strange. Yeah. And there's big shields. Oh, not just shields. He says it. He he says, mystic shield, and yeah. makes these shields in front of him and then shoots a ball at the it, shark. It really had some, like, Power Rangers energy right it, about it, there. Yeah, it super did, actually. And, yeah, he, he zapped the shark, but it didn't hurt him. It, it was very unclear whether anything was affecting this shark at any point. I mean, didn't that stop the shark? It might have stopped him for a second, but then he just... Yeah. Chase them into a cabin in the woods. Also, at some point around there, they're trying to use the Ouija board again, and they don't have the planchette. So Jill is like, here, use this, and she plops a pistol yes. down. And I noted that this is, again, an example of why you need to always carry a planchette. You don't want to have to use a gun no. to do your Ouija. No. At this point, I don't know if I stopped taking notes because I was so, like... Mesmerized? Baffled? Oh. 
I mean, those are two words that <laughs> they both could describe, but mm-hmm. because after the fact, this <laughs> is what I wrote. Spooky guy, played by dad bod, oh, yeah. calls President Trump <laughs> to report that the mission was a success. Yes, and that is correct as to how this ends. That's what happens for real. That's the movie you're in for. And I would just like to say to our very loyal, very smart listeners who have surely been paying attention and following all of this very closely. Mm -hmm. Yes, you should be confused. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, I noted in our last Sharksploitation movie how the end of it is like a fever dream where everything changes and it's whatever. Here it is again. Dad, turns out dad bod I mean, maybe it's not him, but it's clearly the same guy. Right. Like, I don't think it was supposed <laughs> to be the same person, but it was the same beard. Like, yeah. the, the spooky guy had a, a hood on, but Dad Bod's chin was sticking. I think it was supposed to be him. It was like, you know, hey, <gasps> she shouldn't have helped wash his car. Now it's so clean he can commit crimes. Oh, I was going to say, is that why, like, he was distracting Tiff? Oh, maybe. If Tiff hadn't been so distracted, maybe the five of them could have stopped the shark? Probably. Tiff would have been very helpful. But I mean, she certainly believed in the whole situation immediately. But yeah, he he was there, and he he had been hired by President Trump mm-hmm. to implant the shark ghost into the Ouija board, so that it could then roam around killing people. And this was the first test of right, that. This was a test, and now this mission was a success. And so now, I guess they're going to release. Ghost sharks all across the country? Uh, Wherever they want people dead, I guess. Yeah. But it should be noted also that she shoots the Ouija board and destroys it, but then a minute later, Dad Bod slash Mystery Man has the Ouija board in his hand because that wasn't effective somehow. Yeah. 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 And we have definitely said President Trump. And, you know, sometimes in movies, <laughs> there's, like, the president. And you can tell they're, like, trying to pretend it's like, you know, oh, that president is like Kennedy or is yeah. like whoever. No, this was definitely Trump. And it was hilarious. It the was. Way they portrayed it him. was orange. It was very orange. He and, had his, like, white pursed lips. Yeah. And, and a terrible impression. Oh, so bad. <laughs> So bad. And he he ended saying, like, it'll be huge, I think. Yes. Something like that. So you knew that definitely. Yes. So that's Ouija Shark. That's how it ends. Spoilers. Ratings. I have to start by saying the description of this movie said that this group of friends was going to use a Ouija board to summon... A ghost shark into their pool. Yeah. That was super intriguing. I wanted to see that movie. (laughs) And then I got this movie. That's not that movie. Which I am not even convinced that the shark actually went into the pool. Did the shark go in the pool at any point? Or did he just hover over the pool? He might have dipped a a fin into the pool. Yeah. False advertising. Mm -hmm. So to rate this movie... Well, this is part two of our shark exploitation series. I would definitely give this movie a higher rating than I would Shark Side of the Moon. Because 
as we discussed in Shark Side of the Moon, they were trying to be bad. Like mm-hmm. that, everything that they did, it felt like it was intentionally terrible. Yeah. With Ouija Shark, until it got to the end where, like, suddenly Donald Trump is in the movie, <laughs> it didn't feel intentional. I'm not saying it wasn't. I mean, yeah, they, they were going for something silly. Yes, but they did a better job of of doing that, like, amateurs making a movie thing mm-hmm. than, than Shark Side of the Moon did. That being said, this movie was straight up chaos. That's true. It was so confusing in so many different ways. And it definitely had those hilarious bits, but it definitely wasn't as good as Landshark. No, it's hard to beat Landshark. Yeah. So I don't remember what I gave Shark Side of the Moon. A three. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) No. Why? Oh. You'd have to listen to the podcast again. Oh. I really thought I had given it more like a one or a two. Mm. You had a good time. I guess I did. Well, I really thought I was going to rate this a lot higher, but I am also going to rate this three stairwells that smell like pee. Wow. That's a reference. Okay. I would never... Give this movie the same rating as Shark Side of the well, Moon. Well, I don't know what I was thinking about Shark Side of the Moon. Whatever you were thinking, you need to again. jack this one up because no. there's no comparison between the two. I gave Shark Side of the Moon a 2.5. This infinitely superior film <laughs> is a 3.5. 3.5 stairways that smell like pee from me. Here's the thing I feel like. I really don't understand how I gave that other one a three, but I probably rated that one higher than I should have, and I'm probably rating this one lower than I should have, and really, it's just that shark exploitation movies are bad. They're bad. But they're entertaining, so they land right in the middle for me. Yeah. I mean, this was a very fun experience, and we watched it with my sister, who loves shark movies. Yes. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Fight the horror of a world gone mad. Today's hot political tip is Donald Trump has a plan to destroy the world using ghost sharks. So we should be very, very careful about who we elect in November. Yeah, absolutely. And we should prosecute him. Probably. He needs to get caught. He should probably be prosecuted for this. He should definitely be prosecuted for all the things he actually did. (laughs) He should probably be prosecuted for this, too. Just because. I mean, like, four or five people died here, so it's kind of a big deal. Given the way the world is today, he'll probably walk on all the stuff we know he did, because we (laughs) watched him do it in real time, and then actually get arrested for some ghost shark plot, because people are crazy. Yeah, people are going to believe this is a true story. Yeah. They'll think he came up with it in the basement of a pizza place. (laughs) Yes. Anyway, that's it. I'm I'm not even going to go any deeper than that. Just, like, be careful who you vote for. Yeah. Yeah. And don't mess around with Ouija boards. And always carry a planchette with you in case you need to mess around with a Ouija board. You never know. You we'll never see know. you next week with another fine film that does not involve sharks. Sounds good. Don't forget to contact your electric representatives. Yahoo!
So this is a tale of me being loud and I'd like my water, please can I have it solely, thank you.